So, David, thank you for letting me interview you. You know a little bit about what the project's mm -hmm. about. First question, why do you want to do this interview? Why do I want to do the interview? Because um, I believe in abundance. And I believe in the power of, uh, of receiving. And that receiving perpetuates giving. And that it's my... that it's my action, my doing, that builds abundance. Okay. So how would you define a maverick? Now, you know it's called the crazy ones, but we call them business mavericks for the process of this interview. Well, a maverick. You know, <clears throat> a human. Anything else? You know, everyone, everyone that I've ever... Anyone that I know that has done extraordinary things are ordinary people. It's ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Okay. So why do you think you're a maverick? The whole interview is going to be about... I know. I'm an ordinary person just doing something. I live with intention. Okay. And perhaps that's part of it. So the London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. Yeah. I'm going to give you seven statements and you just need to say true, false, can't decide. Okay. People tell me that I'm a maverick, or words to that effect. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. True. I have a way of solving problems, which true. is different from other people. <laughs> I'm much more productive than other people. True. I have very unusual talents. False. I'm generally underestimated by people. In the past. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Differently? I would agree to. Better. It's all perspective. Okay. Why do you do things differently? I just do what I believe is right. It turns out to be different. Can you give me an example of what you do differently and how? I, I, I don't think I do anything differently. I think that in, in relation to... Uh, you know, other entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurial community that I'm, you know, they're familiar with thousands of entrepreneurs globally. I, 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 I tend to enliven the people around me. I mean, it's a conversation that many people have, but you know, it's really, it is as it is, it truly is as simple as just hiring great people and getting out of their way. Now there's a lot in that conversation about who and how and how to identify and what getting out of their way means and, and many other things, but it's really not about doing it myself. I get other people to become self-actualized in, in the expression of the accomplishment of my idea. Okay. Is what you do equated to the bottom line or something else? I am driven in this current project by both. In the, the ambition is to enliven other entrepreneurs to solve global grand challenges and to bring entrepreneurs into a position where they can serve the world. Okay. And that is that is a motivation, others' motivations through money, and that catches the attention of an entrepreneur because they believe that that gives them freedom, they're freedom-focused, and they think that'll give it to them. But that's not my ambition. Okay. Is any part of being a maverick to do with autonomy over your life? We think that being an entrepreneur is about having autonomy over it. It's quite interesting. A lot of people have said you could replace maverick with the word entrepreneur yeah. in some cases. Mm-hmm. Does doing things differently require certain skills, talents, mindsets? No, no. 
Mindsets, yes. Skills, no. Mindset, I think the only mindset is the ability to, to persevere. The ability to understand that every obstacle is, is a lesson. The obstacle's the way. Okay. No question. Yeah. What are the challenges to being a maverick? You're thinking differently, so what are the challenges to that? Um... You know, when you, I think that there's many times when we, when we believe we, we're, we're doing what we know to be right, and there are stages of success that we may not interpret in that process. A failure is a, a part of a success, and we may not see it at the time, and, and certainly there's a level of self-criticism and, and doubt and everything Perfect. else that's not unnormal to the rest, it's just... What's been the lowest point of your journey as a mother? It's a good question because I, again, don't see myself as a maverick. Um, and I, uh, lowest point in my life, in this journey, in others. Um, see, because I can reflect now and go, oh my god, that was a, that was a highlight. That wasn't that wasn't the despair and near suicidal thoughts that I had. That was actually a highlight of my life. That was the turning point of my life. So, so I don't I don't I don't think I look at any of them as being low points. I see them as all being amazing opportunities. I could say that the next one will be the low point because I will I have not yet had the ability to put it into perspective. And that takes some time. So I don't know the next one. I don't know. Okay. What aspects of your character influence your Maverick approach? I my my, my personal core value, um, the, the my most defining is to live freely. Okay. Right? It's, it's to live freely. Do you think you're born or bred a Maverick? You know, I don't think anyone sits in the nursery room looking over their newborn child and says, you had a baby girl, I had a maverick. Yeah. So, hard, hard, hard question. Okay. I, I think it's something that you can become. Okay. And do you think your childhood in any way impacted on you being a maverick today? I think every day impacts your life and the way that you perceive it and what you take away from it. And I, you know, I can look back and, and again in my... In my experiences, I look back at my life and my story, and I can I can see those turning points who I thought were were devastating moments that that I can see as being gifts. The day that my dad held a gun to my mom and stuff like that, you know, things things that were big challenges. <laughs> That's that just who I became because of that. Yeah, it's really interesting. A lot of people who I've interviewed, sometimes during the interview, they've turned I've never thought about that incident in my life and mm. how it got me to who mm. the type of person mm -hmm. I am today. Mm -hmm. But you've obviously thought about those things. You always come across as a really enthusiastic kind of go-getting mm -hmm. guy, right? So how does your enthusiasm, drive and energy, how does that relate to someone who's a maverick? You, you, you have an opportunity to view life as being abundant or scarce. Right. And I, I can't help but think that mavericks are ones that view life as being abundant and that there's, you know, a, a, a field of, of, of greatness and success and change ahead of you. I mean, you can look at it as... As fallow, or you can... Yeah, for <laughs> you know, sure, so. for sure. Uh -huh. How do you see rules? I I think rules are amazing for some people. <laughs> how, are they, well, how are they for you? <laughs> I, I believe a rule is a... Um, is an idea uh, that has been um, uh, perhaps uh, 
communicated or expressed by people who who may not see abundance. Okay, okay. Now, this approach to your business, so I, my understanding is your business is Social Plastic, the Plastic Bank, yep. and tell me in your words what you do so that if people are going to listen to this, they'll know it from your story. Yeah, um, I'm going to use a, a riddle and a um, metaphor. Okay. And the conversation here certainly starts off with um, with the expression that it's estimated by 2050 to be more plastic in the ocean than fish. And I think that, that most people who associate their life with the ocean or feel connected to the ocean have said at some point that someone should do something about it. Okay. And I recognize that I'm somebody and that I have the opportunity to do that, and that, that I get to become the CEO who can execute in a global organization that alleviates extreme poverty and ocean-bound plastic. And, and, and the plastic bank... Is, is twofold. The riddle, uh, when you walk into the kitchen and the sink is overflowing and water's falling all over the floor and you only have a mop, a plunger, and a bucket, what do you do first? Well, and the answer to that riddle is turn off the tap. And, and that certainly is the expression of the plastic bank and that we're you know, focused on, on prohibiting the flow of plastic from entering the ocean, not going and cleaning the ocean. The first thing we need to do is to turn off the tap. That's, that's certainly what we do, and we, and we engage the world's poor, we engage the communities that are the greatest contributors to ocean plastic, and, and, we've, and we've figured out um, why it's happening, as okay. it's happening. And then and I go, and I, and I go to, to this, and that if you're walking um, down a road, and, and, you, and, and under your feet is the crunch of diamonds and rubies and bars of gold, and you're walking over diamonds and rubies and bars of gold, and you see them and they shine and they're everywhere. Um, and you look at them and, 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 and yet you know inside you there's nowhere for you to take them. There's no one that can accept it. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere, no bank. There's no way to get change for them. There's no, nothing you can do with them. Right. Do you pick them up? Most people would say no. And that's, that is exactly what we do with the plastic bank is we just create the infrastructure to reveal the inherent value that is already in a petroleum-based resource. We just give and create a way to exchange or reveal the value in plastic. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So coming back to this then, have you always taken a maverick approach to business or was there a particular trigger? I don't think there's any other way. You don't think there's any other way? Yeah. Okay. And... This question has been quite interesting with the people I've interviewed, but are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times and why? I, you know, I, I, I uh, know that I live a life of action and that, um, and that my actions tend to be maverick-esque. And so, or at least it's the way people who, who, people who have not yet defined the compass heading of their life right. um, have trouble understanding so they they believe it's maverick it's just i guess le you know if we're to exchange maverick with less common yes then then i take that and so yeah so my actions are less common than others because i'm very clear in the direction i don't compromise those things that bring me fulfillment and do you but, but coming back to do you so do you tell the, turn the dial up and down on your maverickism level like in this situation i can go gung-ho yeah no 10. i'm authentic i'm just authentic all the time and okay. that is that is that is you know, if you want to live in a you know extraordinary life, yeah, there's, there's humanity in it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I want to sit down and not talk to anyone. Sometimes I I want to finish a bottle of wine or two by myself, and 
sometimes I, I, um, I don't want to get out of bed. Okay. Sure, I'm human. Of course, I just do the stuff I don't want to do anyhow. Okay, that makes sense. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business? Like I saw you on BBC News, yes, um, last week. That was a lot of fun. Things. I enjoyed yeah. that interview. So, I was so, so nervous, what are the but... advantages and disadvantages? Um, you didn't look nervous, by the way. Thank you. Um, what are the advantages of being maverick? You know, you have to. You know, one of the ways to be successful in business is to to do things differently. You know, I I I I am as 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 hard as I understand. Um, Steve Jobs was he 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 was authentic. He he was he was just the way he was. You could rely on it. There's authenticity in him, and the authenticity itself, one way or the other. Is inspirational leadership. People know exactly what they're getting. So, if you live a life of being a maverick, then you're authentic in it. That's just who you are. Okay. And so the fact that you're different makes you stand out a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah? Of but I think it's the authenticity that makes you stand out. You okay. don't give to the whim of uh, of others' opinions. Okay. So that's the advantage. What are the disadvantages of being a maverick in business? I don't know any. You don't know. Okay. No. I mean, I, can, I I think some would say, you know, I'm in a I'm in a place in my life now where I really don't care what people think. I mean, yeah. I've truly freed myself from from believing that I live in the opinions of others. So I think some other people who may not be in that position would say that they, you know, are judged or about, I care less if you judge me though. So yeah, you know, I really I really like this quote somebody said gave me once years ago, which was. Um, other, other people's opinions of you do not have to become your reality. Yeah, no, and, really yeah and they're not. There's and nothing to not. do it. It's exactly. It's not even. It doesn't have to become. It's not. It's no. Not. Not. Nothing to do with your reality. Nothing, unless you accept it. That yes. way. Yeah. Has Asian experience altered your maverick approach? And if so, what's it called? Sorry, repeated. Has yes. Asian experience altered your maverick approach? And if so, how have you grown? Sorry, has Asian experience? Age and experience. Age and experience. Yes, yeah, it was, yeah, my, the age, different ball it was my age that prohibited me from hearing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, of course, you, you, you know, when you're, when you're around the block and you commit yourself and you're in the game uh, and you continue to experience opportunities for learning, of course, it's time on the earth. Is it, is it, um, can I take that time, can I take all of my wisdoms and teach them to my son and so that he could start when he's in his early 20s? For sure. Um, in my case, age, age and wisdom has played a part because I didn't have, um, you know, a successful role model. So okay. it took me time to learn it. Okay. What aspects of your business are you most maverick in? Just the I idea? Think, yeah, I think the idea itself is the most maverick. And then, you know, we're an exponential organization. Right? Yeah. I'm building a multi-billion dollar organization with three staff. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Right? And what aspects of your business are you least maverick in? What do you do like everybody else? Uh, what do I do like everyone else? I, um, I don't know, sometimes I don't want to return email right away. Sometimes I, <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I actually don't want to be distracted. Sometimes I want to be with my kids. Sometimes I, you know, want to be lazy. Sometimes I want to go for a bike ride. Sometimes I just want to turn off. So how do you balance this? How do you balance being a maverick with home life? I am currently learning how to do that. 
and and um what's been a recent learning well i had this i'm not sure i'm not sure if you gave me the idea but it was when i travel i take a novel with me and then i facetime with my kids and and read together with them while I'm away. Oh that's yeah, we were talking about that on Facebook. Connection. No, it turns out that's a great idea unless they're asleep or, you know, every time you call them, they're busy. <laughs> yeah. So, great idea. Um, okay. And that just takes some more commitment to that. And time zone and other things too. Make a, a job. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? Or is there no legacy? I can't help but feel that when you make waves, um, the shoreline changes. I like that. I like that. When you make waves, the shoreline changes. Mavericks tend to be risk takers. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? Well, I have my own interpretation of risk, right? So mm -hmm. it's a little bit, a little bit different. If I was going to go back to, I think, the everyday person's interpretation of risk is, I mean, I hadn't, you know, now wait till about yours. <laughs> I had a company I exited from and was in a position to retire. I mean, I could have certainly, um, forty-five years old, a self-made multimillionaire, and and um, I had the ability to to invest the money and travel the world with my family, and I chose to take all of that money and invest it in an organization that can influence 7.2 billion people maybe, and move it forward and give it forward and, and pay no attention to the sense of security that I built. David, I think that's a bloody big risk, yes. I think so, I, I, yeah. I'm okay with that one. I'm with you on that one. Right. So one of the, the next two questions are, are going to be about success and failure because what we couldn't do, okay, and I'll tell you why we did this, when I started doing this, one of the things was, you could, it's okay finding successful mavericks, but how do you find unsuccessful ones? Mm. So our way around it was to ask everybody questions about success and failure. Mm. And look at how many ventures they've done and what was successful. So how many ventures have you taken in the past five years? Because I don't know how long social plastic's been going. I've never had a job. Okay. I was a waiter once. But that was like being an entrepreneur too, because the better that you took care of your customer, and the faster you were, and the yeah. better delivery, and everything else, the more money you made in the end. Yeah. Really Self-employment. Um, so. But you've not done that in the past five years, have you? No. Okay. You know, times get times get hard. You never can. Times get tough. You know, if I keep spending the way I'm spending. Yeah. Um, so in the last five years, how long how long social plastic been going? Three years. Okay. And what? So, so what's the question again? What can I risk? How many ventures have you taken in the past five years? You know, a venture. So I became an amateur boxer at, in, the, in my in my mid forties. I mean, that was a venture on its own. I mean, I you know I had to become a, a amateur boxer. It was a main event of a you know I <laughs> I embark right. I am always embarking. I am always taking on something new. I am always becoming, whether it be a part of someone else's organization or or you know. Set aside, uh, set aside the sale of my company, which is in the last five years as well. That was, I had to embark on becoming the person who could exit from an organization. That was, that was as well on its own a lesson. That is, that's a, that's a conversation that needs to be 
present for most entrepreneurs, although they never get to experience it, but some do, and there's nowhere to turn to for that advice. Um, and I, I certainly am in the midst of writing a book. Um, I, I'm always doing something big. Okay. What would you consider the characteristics of a successful venture? What constitutes success according to me is, is, is living with intention. Success for me is, is having something that you live to become. Okay. It's not about the race. It's about who you need to become to win the race. And if you are in a becoming, I, that's my interpretation of success. If you're in a becoming, because that is something that you will always be. You will be who you've become. And so when you embark on a venture, you get to become. Awesome. So of the ventures you've done in the past five years, using that definition of success you've just given me, mm -hmm. how many were successful? Well, I'll go back to my previous question in that there is no such thing as failure. It's just the way you choose to look at it. Okay. So they're all successful. I'm always successful. Okay. Always. In which... Always. Okay. Always successful because, mm -hmm. because you've become... Because I've become it. Okay. And then part of that is about all the bullshit and failures that I go through yeah. or what people could term as failures. Uh, I just take his lessons and, and look at it and go, oh, thank you. Okay. Awesome. I know what, I know what I'm not going to do again. I mean, it's almost cliche now to speak of Thomas Edison. But, I mean, but he still did what he did. Yeah. Um, right. What leads to successful execution of a venture for you? What leads to you successful execution? I think that, yeah, uh, loosely, uh, or, 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 you know, my immediate answer uh, would include the enrollment of others. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. The enrollment of others. The enrollment of others' passion. And what do you do? What do you bring to the table that makes it? The vision. Success? You bring the vision, the passion, and you find others who are aligned that way, and then you ultimately bring groups of people together that think the same way, and they share from their energy. And it creates it creates this synergy where we're one and one and one and one and one is a million. You've said you've talked a few times about um, you don't see anything as failure, but when something has failed, from a classic interpretation, from, a cl from sure. any interpretation, when yeah. something's when failed, it didn't go what's the, way the main? That I yeah, when is so? My question is: when the venture is unsuccessful, what would you consider the main reasons they failed? So if I go back to something that I think that I failed on recently was the hiring of a salesperson who who sucked. Yeah. Uh, and that was a uh, 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 selection of people. It's people. It's enrolling the wrong people. It's really interesting because that's not the first time it's come up. Yeah. Some of the biggest failures in the Mavericks yeah. have said to me is because uh, it's be difficulty finding the right, right person. For, the it's right not, you know what? It's not. I think that the, the real answer there is how to identify the right people. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So as long as you know what to look for, because the universe is abundant. If you know what to look for, they're out there. Exactly. The challenge there is to know what to look for. Yeah. As a maverick, what are you afraid of? Um, well, I'm always afraid that something's going to happen to my kids. That, as a parent, that is the biggest fear you can have. Isn't right. It? You've talked about people. So how important is team to you as a mother? Oh, there's nothing else. It's all there is. It's all there is. 
And what if you're a maverick, yeah? Does do you think that affects your approach to leadership? Yeah. Listen, if you're a real, if you're a successful maverick, uh, if you're a successful maverick, you 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 would have you would have not have become successful without a team. True. So. Yeah, I don't know many lone lone rangers with massive companies. How and where did you get your permission to be a maverick? Fuck that! I don't need permission. Excellent. <laughs> no, do you know what? I did, I started off with about ten questions. Yeah, These questions came from the people, <laughs> the, the mavericks. Um, so, how are creativity and innovation related to being a maverick? I think that they are a byproduct of of being focused on abundance because when you focus when you it's not it's not what you you don't believe it when you see it but what you believe is what you see and so when you believe in success and you and you focus and your light your oh your eyes are open to that then of course creativity and innovation comes it's just there anyhow okay okay mavericks tend to be learners yeah what are you a student of um Student of what am I student of? What am I what am I student not of? What am I not a student of? Okay. Student of everything. I always I'm always reading something. And what are you reading at the minute? It's not one of the questions. Um, I'm just in the final hour or so of the Harvard Business Review's book on strategy. Okay. Which has been excellent. It's been a whole business curriculum in a book. It's been okay. excellent. Okay. Do you draw on other mavericks in any way? I'm inspired by Mavericks because I want to. I'm inspired by the ordinary doing the extraordinary. It's really interesting because my next question is: Is there anyone who's a Maverick that inspires you? Yeah. So, what name jumps into your head, or names? Oh, lots! My gosh. Um, you know, just what came into my head is Peter Diamandis. He's just an ordinary guy doing extraordinary things. Um. You know, I've got some good friends. Christian is, you know, co-founded a uh, business with... Um, the Heroics? Peter Diamandis, yeah. right? So, so Christian's a great guy. And, um, you know, I'm inspired by the people who I, who I have close to me, who are my friends, that I share with, that I know are human, that then go do extraordinary things. That inspires me the most because it reminds me that that mm, yeah, I like the competitive nature of it. Yeah, I love the beautiful, friendly, competitive name. You did what? I got, I got that. Uh, okay, okay. What do you have to suffer and sacrifice because you're a maverick, if anything? The status quo. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> what motivates you as a maverick? What makes you get up every morning and say, right, today I'm going to go and do this, 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 and this? I, if I was to if I was to paint a common thread in the entire conversation and give you a definition of what I believe a maverick is, I think a maverick is someone who lives with intention. It's purpose. I mean, people talk about purpose. I think that the, the word is yeah. uh, the word is. I think that for the most the word the word is confused though. See, see, I because I think that see like within your diagram, yeah, the sweet spot. Uh, right there's there. the sweet spot there. However, I want I want I, I think it could be more simplistic in that. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be something you're great at. It doesn't have to be something you love. I mean, that's okay. But the purpose is like, I, hey, listen, like I can say my purpose today 
is to go to the grocery store. Yeah. So I live with purpose. I'm yeah. going to the grocery store. I I may I get I live with intention. I get up. I put my shoes on. I get myself ready. I get my list ready. I get organized. I make sure the fridge is ready for the food and everything yeah. else. I go to the grocery store. I'm the most efficient at what I'm doing. I come back. I put it away. I lived with purpose. I lived with intention. I got shit done. Okay. That's all. Okay. Most people get up and go, oh, I'd kind of like the grocery store. Oh, you know, yeah. I'll go to the cafe instead. Okay. Okay. And then I'll, you know, maybe we'll piss around a little bit. And, oh, and then they don't go. And, oh, they'll go tomorrow. Yeah. Cause they... So live now with purpose. I'm, I'm, That's purpose. Now, now I've got a clearer um, understanding of what you mean when you say intention. Intention. Okay. I live with intention. I get shit done. Yeah. I just begin it and go, okay, let's go. What's next? What's no, next? What's next? Yeah. Let's go do it. Okay. Is any part of being a maverick related to finding out who you are and what you're capable of? Because you were you, saying you about get becoming, to, this, it's becoming. becoming. So, is it about it? I mean, it's a, as a result of it. I mean, you know, even with the plastic bank, it was about you know recognizing that in that moment of fear that I was going to launch something that was a global organization that was going to alleviate poverty and serve seven point two mm. billion people. I mean, it was a fairly big vision for self. Yeah, I saw yeah. your website and read right. the te uh, first telephone <laughs> conversation, which was. Very, if anybody right. wants to look at it, I think they should look so, at that television conversation. So that was, so, but then it was just like, oh shit, it's not who I am now. It doesn't have to be me. I think most people get caught up in that when they have, and I, I, don't, I don't think that I've met, I have not yet met anyone that has not had that conversation. It's like, oh, someone should do something about that. Yeah. Everyone has that, everyone somewhere. Yeah. Oh, someone's got to do something about that. Someone could do something about that. And the conversation is really, it's, it's, it, it, it can be very enlightening. And, and, but we hear it that way because we are not yet that person who could be it. And yeah. the conversation is there for us to say, who do I need to become? And something that's really interesting about this is, that, I mean, what I'm learning is that um, it's about mavericks in some ways are the people who turn around when somebody said you know when all these people are saying somebody should do something about that they're the people who step up to yeah, do something up, yeah. about it yeah. that's what i'm picking yeah. up yeah do you like being a maverick i i i love my life like i i have so much beauty like i get and you know what i'm doing now i i i started to say fish and birds that was really it i could care less uh, listen, let me, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm just going to say this expressively, and the you know interpretation of this could be could be could be taken different. But I care less about people. I really, like, I really, it's like it's it's. I'm doing this for the bellies of birds and the fish and whales and my beach and my place and the continuous degradation of the environment. It happens to affect people, which okay. is a beautiful thing. Now, now. That's 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 only a part of the story because like what I'm trying to express is that my motivation is the environment. Okay. It happens to touch people and it happens to do well for people. Now, the most fulfilling part of it though are are the people that we we get to affect in a livelihood, the income and you know, when people return material to a center and then they run away because they think it was too good to be true that they got money for garbage. That's that you can't yeah, that's just yeah. touching. That's just a beautiful thing. That's I live in inspiration daily and Life's beautiful. Like, I just love it. And I get beautiful messages from around the world all the time. And I get all these people. I have like a unique, like we got, I got, uh, there's a business, Monterey University. I've got 12 students coming up. They want to come and visit our office. They want to meet the plastic thing. 
working at my townhouse. Like, yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> we're really office, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, actually, because mm. um, I'm going to share one with you. I've got a, I, I interviewed um, Subendra Sharma. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's somebody I interviewed in Bangladesh. And he's figured out how to um, grow a 100-year-old native forest in four years. And when I asked him mm. why you do this, he goes, when I look at the Google Maps, I want to see how much of it I can turn green. And that's right. his motivation. Right. The fact that he's done, doing other things and right. enriching people's lives yeah, is a byproduct. Yeah. So talking about what you've just said and the really good example, um, really heartfelt um, way you've said it is, do you think it, being a maverick is a responsibility or important in any way then? Um, you know, you could be Maverick Crook. I mean, so, you know. I'd love to interview one of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, you could be, you could be Maverick in anything. So, so to be a Maverick, does it have to be for good? I don't think mm. so. It's the way you live. It's who you are. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Maverick Cook? I tried to get you know the that um, movie with Russ. Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. The, the original. The uh, I had a copy of the original. Oh, what was it called? Um, uh, that was Catch Me If You Catch Can. Me can yeah. yeah, I tried to see if he'd give me an interview. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just got a few more questions. So, on a okay. scale of one to ten, how Maverick do you think you are compared to like the people? Compared to society? Compared to yourself, you know. Well, compared to society, I think I'm at like a 12. Okay. Typical maverick. I give them 1 to 10, they say 12. <laughs> but you know what the hardest thing with this thing was? I tried to put mm. into boxes people who don't fit in, in any boxes, box, totally, right? Yeah. <laughs> the nightmare that has caused me Funny. has been, uh-huh. that's been the biggest irony of this. Try writing a thesis on this. Yeah, I love it. So you've said 12, okay. Yep. What advice would you give to someone, David, who feels they're a maverick so that they can be the best possible maverick they can be? Yeah, the, the first thing that comes to my mind, the, the, the first that comes to my mind is that they, that they um, have to stop thinking um, about society and about fashion. Okay. And they have to embrace their maverickness okay. and to live with intention in it. If you could have a superhero power, what yes, would it be? Yes, it would be to not get fat. <laughs> okay, but we'll both carry on with our workout programs in the meantime. Sure. What do you do for fun? I mean, really, let's think about it. Not get fat? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What, what <laughs> I you mean whatever can, I want. What you mean we can really, you know those times when we go for a coffee? Uh-huh. We can eat as many cakes you as you want. You can eat as many like. cakes as you want. Exactly. Billy, don't worry about it. It's not cheap totally. day. Yeah. It. Okay. Totally. Wouldn't that you be amazing? You do I don't edit these interviews, <laughs> don't you? I love it. <laughs> so what do you do for fun, apart from eating cake? <laughs> <sighs> fun. Uh, everything's fun. All of it. Okay. Um, what I think that's most heartfelt for me is to travel with my children. So okay. li- living freely. Yeah. Certainly is my is my number one core value, and uh, and then um, to reveal um, is right there. Now sometimes, of course, depending on the day, and sometimes it's to reveal and then to live freely, but. When I reveal with my children, when we come around the corner and we see something that none of us have ever seen before, and you can hear 
everybody collectively gasp. Yeah. <gasps> that for me is like that is my place to okay. show my children something new and we all celebrate it. Okay. <gasps> and we build this great story and family and it's fun and oh. Some people have quotes around their wall. As you can see, mine mine looks like uh -huh. um, it's kind yeah. of bombarded. But um, mm -hmm. if there was one quote that defined you as a maverick, do you have mm -hmm. one? You have the opportunity to choose who your children's parents will be. Wow. Wow. Final question. What would you like that to requires think? More of, so, that requires requires them to resonate with it more. Which people take some time for people. It's just so important for me. It's just so defining of life and what we do, and and allow you know parents to become the person that their children need them to be as well. To exhibit the action of life, that's the change. Yeah. It's about action. It's about. Because we're the biggest role models for our kids. We're the biggest role model for the next generation. Of yes, history. exactly. What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you? Um, I'm trying to understand the difference. No, no, I think that there's, I think that within Mavericks, there's, you know, relationships. I think that there's, a, there's challenges there. Mm -hmm. I think that many Mavericks um, are in a constant relationship battle, mm -hmm. personal close relationships. Yeah. Yeah, that's come out yeah. in a number. A number of people yeah. have said that. So that's the. Those are. That's got to be a line of thinking. Cool. Thank mm. you very much for letting me interview yeah. you. Oh, you're welcome. And like I said, it doesn't get edited because it's gone crazy. <laughs> You'd have to put it out as it is. Fun. I don't see why mm. we should have all the fun. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>